just exciting to see you guys really taking that space, you know, that so often is not given to white men to discuss their feelings or opinions. They don't have enough of yeah. a platform. So I felt like, you know what, give them this time. Yeah, they like, really need it. They, Who knows when yeah. they'll get that choice. Exactly. Tomorrow morning at work. Everything's getting taken away from them right now. Exactly. Um, this is a tough time to be a white man, so I just felt like, you know what, this is exactly. for them. Like, we should it's keep not giving them me. more because they don't understand equality. You yet. know what, they do you want to maybe just when turn it back over to them and they can discuss the you know state what? of women? We shouldn't, we don't have the capacity to make that decision. That so is a great why are many letting us talk into a microphone? This is crazy. That's a great point. Excuse me, can you undo my shackles so I can like maybe go to the bathroom now? Thanks so much. This is a very special edition of Real Rotten. We are going to be discussing uh, women in film in 2017. As you may have noticed, this is a new voice. My name is Ellen. I'm here with Jen. What's up? Wait, what a, hey, I'm, I'm Genevieve. Um, second time uh, guest of Real Rotten. I'm here and I'm looking forward to discussing the Oscars of 2017. Perfect. And that is especially uh, troubling to me. This is my first time on the podcast, despite just numerous attempts to really get on. I have been thus far unsuccessful, but very Cold happy shoulder. to be here now. Unfortunately, it is Jen's second time, but it's nice of her to let me do the intro. It's fortunate for me. <laughs> um, we're going to start this off with a segment that we are calling the state of the gender. Since there are two of us, we have been selected by the uh, three to five men who generally run this podcast to speak for all the women in America and I'm going to assume the world as well. So we are going to be making some general pronouncements on uh, just the state of the gender in 2017. Uh, Jen, do you want to kick it off? Well, as a... As a <laughs> Nick... I'm also on, on this because white men need a voice, at least, you know, just this midgenist voice. And uh, I'm and just I'm just here to tell you that have uh, anything, we have another guest have joining us. Another our, goddess our, we have a third one, We have a third lady who has also been on the podcast before. Uh, her name is Glenn. Rachel. Rachel, hello. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Glad to be here. Repping, and, uh, repping women. I'm glad you're here too. As a woman, I'm myself. glad you're here too, and I'm glad that your intro was done by a man. Me too. That feels <laughs> Me right. too. It feels Me right. too, ladies, is all I'm going to say. That's Me right. Um, so, we are starting off with here. State of the Gender. We are talking about uh, how women did in general in 2017 in film. Uh, Jen, do you want to kick us off with some initial thoughts and noticings? Yes. I am very excited was continually excited by the number of female leads I got to see in actually pretty cool roles. Um, to begin, uh, Lady Bird, dope. Specifically, I, Tanya, was really great to me. I thought strong female leads, just out the ass, Allison Janney, mm -hmm. uh, Margot Robbie. The Bird might have yeah, been a girl. Bird yeah, the Bird really had some great dialogue there. Yeah. Um, the tweeting, it meant more than I think that back and forth. it's meant to, yeah told so much um wonder woman i thought was really incredible i was like totally moved and struck in awe just to see so many like awesome truly awesome women like battling it out and just like holding their own and being bad bitches i so respected that Completely um agree. it made me like get my all like tingly like oh my god this is what boys are 
have known their whole lives. Yeah, I think it was really cool to see, especially the scenes with all the Amazons, just really buff, strong women, not like movie strong women. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Gal Gadot is so beautiful and was very strong, but especially some of the Amazons, you could really see the muscles and their outfits were not Mm -hmm. more revealing than they needed to be. And I think that many people don't understand how actually important that is. And so I felt myself becoming emotional at some points of that just because it felt new. And and the idea, like the fact that she was like six months pregnant, I believe, or three months pregnant when she was making that movie. Doing some of the reshoots, yeah. Of course, that's what women do. We get shit done no matter what we're fucking dealing with because our bodies are parasites. Um, (laughs) Whatever. But I was appreciative because after seeing uh, Justice League, I was totally disappointed by the amount of Wonder Woman that was in it and with the upskirt shots that were somehow required um, in that movie specifically. Um, But Wonder Woman loved it. Um, Great comedies I think for women as well Mm -hmm. yes um also it's worth pointing out that the three highest grossing movies of the year were uh female-led that would be Wonder Woman Star Wars and um what's the third one Oh, Beauty and the Beauty Beast. And the How could we forget? Um, I do want to give a quick shout out to two uh, very interesting uh, female-led films. Raw, which is, uh, two, and they're both foreign, a girl who was a vegetarian who becomes a cannibal, which wow. exciting stuff. As a vegetarian, I um, feel a certain amount of kinship with that, not too much, unfortunately. That you would... Um, I would probably not eat a be person. driven to madness because of your lack of meat that you just all of a sudden go... You know, I think it's more so just the idea that sometimes as a vegetarian you feel very misunderstood. And people ask a lot of questions about that. So maybe she just had a little much of that and decided to start eating people. (laughs) I don't really know. Um, But then the other one that I do want to shout out, I thought this was one of like the coolest, weirdest Mm. uh, movies was called The Lure, which is about um, Polish um, cannibal mermaids. So I don't know if they actually are cannibals because they do eat people, but I guess it depends on if you think a mermaid is a person or not. Interesting. No, it's they're mer. No, okay, they're so they're mer. So I don't know if that's part of the yeah. genus, right? You know what? I think that's a, a question for a doctor? <laughs> a man doctor. A man. It's <laughs> um, definitely a question for a man. That reminds me. So I saw an independent um, Polish woman as well starring oh. this Polish woman. And it's all about how, so she's like an insane lover of animals, okay? And then the animals. Was it the zookeeper's wife? Because that was Dude, also on no. the list. This is, listen to this plot, though. I'm not even joking. The, the animals start striking back and murking people, like taking them out. Like, oh, the sheriff made a deal with these, uh, you know, what is it? The guys who cut down trees. Construction shit. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, that, that guy done turned up dead. And everyone's in on it. And then that's kind of the story. So but, it's the animals that are killing people? Well, it makes you... Th- think that it is but it ends up not it's the chick all along and she's just fucking oh, okay. crazy about her animals so much yeah. so that she would murder other people okay and i was like yeah you know definitely. what having been a woman in the world i can sort of identify with that sometimes you feel like maybe period, i'm gonna take that like, yeah. yeah yeah i do that shit all the time <laughs> there we go um oh we're getting some notes oh yeah that movie was called spore thank you actually a female um directed one as well oh great really fits on ours um, before we move into some games, we are going to be a little bit more conscientious of time than our predecessors, so we'll just move right through that and then move along. Yes. Um, so we are discussing some of the big movies uh, that were either you know starring women or uh, women produced, which would be Lady Bird, The Beguiled, Wonder Woman, Girls Trip, 
um, Big Little Lies we're giving an honorary mention because it is home box office and um, it definitely did kind of capture that female friendship Mm -hmm. leading to murder which is a recurring theme which is dope because they are protecting their own that's right good point and Atomic Blonde is on there too Proud Mary Taraji P. Henson getting that action vehicle yes Um, and then the uh, the it's important to note that movies directed by women grossed 1.2 billion dollars that was 15 movies um, Patty Jenkins for Wonder Woman, Dee Reese for Mudbound, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird. Um, so lots of money being brought in by those women directors as well. Um, I think we are ready to move to our first game, but before we do, we would be remiss if we did not mention um, all of the sexual harassment uh, awareness and whistleblowing that has gone on this year as far as the Me Too movement, as far as the New York Times um kind of really opening up the Harvey Weinstein situation, the women who wore black, the Golden Globes, the Time's Up movement, all of those things. So these are things that are adjacent to the entertainment, but um, it's difficult to look back at some of those films and not see them in this light. So definitely an exciting movement from all these people who are standing up and speaking out about that. I do find it interesting that now that it's Oscar time, one of the most highly watched award shows for actors, producers, what have you? Um, and they chose not to wear their black. I I thought that that would have been the best time to give the most light to the subject and how truly, you know, they're taking it on to bring it down. Is this um, the men or women or all everyone? of it? No one's like everyone's wearing what the fuck they want, which mm-hmm. is tight, and like everyone has because this right, is your opportunity to be asked. What are you wearing? I know, ex- mm-hmm. but truly, and like, why are you wearing this? And actually, like, bringing forth their message, but. Even though it's the biggest award show, now's the time to do what you want. It's yeah, I agree. I think a little disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is worth saying, and it will be exciting to see what uh, activism continues to go, especially as as the Times Up movement continues to kind of gather momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to switch gears, take a sharp left, and play a quick game. This is Jen's game. She came up with it hey. just about half an hour ago, so we will be mm-hmm. very excited to play. Yeah, her. And before we get play the game, can we get one quick uh, fuck Kyle for messing up their transition and just do like a quick if if you miss something. Uh, it's Kyle's fault, and now we have the rest of the... Just, just throw it out there. Wow. Rachel, you want to take that one? Kyle, I know it must be hard to be a slave to Satan, but be better. If you missed anything that we had just said, you can go ahead and blame Kyle for that. I also did hear a text message sound go off on his phone, so he was texting. that just kind of lets us know the uh, amount of weight that is. Don't being nod given your head. No, like it's now not he's true. shaking Do you his think head. We're lying. Are you calling us I liars? I Wonder Woman <laughs> kicks you in the gooch. <laughs> Okay, there we go. But I actually wouldn't right. be mad about that if I were you. I'd, I'd yeah, that sounds like an me. honor. <laughs> All right, Genevieve, take away oh, the game. Oh, yes. All right. This game is called Bechdel Test. Yes or Nis. <laughs> um, work with me here. Great. So what we're going to do, uh, we're going to talk about the Bechdel Test, which if you don't know what that is, it has... Educate met- yourself, first of all. Yeah, get woke. It's 2018. For the love of God, time's up. Got to be woke. Um, please... I don't know what it is, so can you wake me up? Oh, boy. You're breaking my heart. Go ahead. Um, Let's edit that part out. Wake me up inside. Okay. Um, It's a method of kind of uh, measuring uh, in a film if basically it passes the Bechdel test. These are the only requirements. It's really kind of hard to fail this, but it's actually quite harder. Yeah, consistently happening. Um, 
So it has to do with having at least two named women who actually are people that matter to the story um, starring in it who talk to each other and it's about something besides a man. It only has to meet those requirements. One time. Yes. So here we go. I'm going to give you a movie that's been out or at least Oscar nommed or came out in 2017. You're going to tell me if it passes or fails. To begin, call me by your name. Wow. I'm going to say that it fails. The, there are some developed female characters, but it feels like they are probably almost always talking about one of those two guys. That's correct. Um, we have a fail here. Um, the only time when two women are actually ever speaking to each other is when the mother, Aniela, and the maid, Mafald, speak very briefly in their conversation. Consists of a short discussion about smoothies and pasta. Oh, so wait, oh, so wait. does it pass the Bechdel test? No. Because of the smoothie conversation? Well, I guess technically it would pass by. Mm. Yeah, I guess it only passes by technicality. My oh, bad. thank God for smoothies. Pass. Damn you and your negotiation, your smart woman brain. All right, Ladybird. Pass. Pass. That's right. Perfect. Oscar nom for best picture, director. Coincidence? I think not. Passes the Bechdel test, gets that Best Picture nomination. Mm. I don't know. I think there's a connection there. I think so, too. I'm liking that connection. <laughs> I would get into that rainbow connection. Anywho. Um, so good. Dunkirk. Oh, there Nolan. is no way yeah, that that passes. Pass. Do you remember seeing a woman? I sure do. And you, uh, this was when they all come onto the sinking boat and there are nurses who hand out toast. Yeah. So... Mother yeah. givers, you know? Just... Yeah, nurturing, giving, and then they all die. Exactly. So that would be, I'm going to say that's a fail. Yeah, of the so test. I'm just curious, um, dear Christopher Nolan, uh, do women exist to you? You have no wife? You uh, Marion no Cotillard definitely does exist, but I believe yeah, exactly. that that may or may but not she be makes the only Where she makes her, oh she, He makes her fucking crazy on that movie. Mm-hmm. That's you bad missed! You bad missed! <laughs> mm-hmm. To be fair, you women we are too. crazy, and that is a tried and true um, film technique. So uh, he's really just keeping with the the, the tradition. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But so for Dunkirk, we agree that would be a fail. Fail. Great. Unanimous. Um, that's correct. There's no named female characters at all. Um, nice. We can assume maybe the nurses talk to each other but at some point. We can't assume. I wouldn't assume anything. I would presume. <laughs> okay. But here we are. Anyways. Star Wars, Last Jedi. Oh, I'm going to say it passes. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be so disappointed. Rachel? I haven't seen it. But just guess. Just guess. <laughs> pass. <laughs> That's correct. It is. Thank God. Can I also please just say RE Star Wars that I <laughs> am so thrilled that our uh, wokest franchise is Star Wars. You know what Nick Lyons actually once said to me about um Star Wars and I Jedi. I shudder to think that women could never be Jedi's. It would they're not allowed to be Jedi's because they're too emotional. That wow. I swear. Please no, don't turn his mic on. Don't turn his mic on. Don't turn his mic on, Kyle, you fucking Don't turn it on, <laughs> Kyle. Patriarch. Go back, Alan. Please continue. That, I'm so sorry I interrupt that. It's yeah. brutal. You know what? That's gonna be something that we're gonna have to address off mic just mm-hmm. to us. So I'm gonna 
keep it moving uh, forward. Keep it clean. Eye for now. He's talking in the background. I would love for that to be edited out. Thank I don't want to hear so his much. voice yeah. on this one. Okay, okay next. Mills need to tell me everything. So, um, but to be honest, Jedi. Correct. Star Wars past. Uh, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Volume Two. Ooh, there is. A, that's got to be a fail. Yeah, I say fail. Incorrect. It actually passed. Wow, uh, there was a lot of a female shot. leads in that. I can only um, assume that that was against the vehement protests of Chris Pratt, but I'll take it. That <laughs> as well, he does have. If we were going to compare like dialogue lines, screen yeah. time, I would <laughs> yeah. totally agree. Um, but, but I actually, guess there are multiple female. There's characters. quite a bit, and it actually is a none we of have them are two human, women of color. Okay. Women of color as well. As in blue, green, blue, green. Um, we have a moth lady. Yeah. Uh, and then you know all the other men. Right. Go, but it does indeed pass. We okay, have the goodness. sister of Gamora or whatever. Oh, you yeah. know what? Yeah, great mm-hmm. point. Okay. And they have their own little, like, sister family, like, beef that they work out. And I'm like, that's dope. Yeah. Great so, point. Another movie. Uh, we're going to have... Actually, I'm going to move a little faster here. Cool. Shape of Water. Wow, that is it. Do we have a technicality because we have a non-speaking character in it? Mm. Are we counting her? Are we counting Sign? We actually, yes. Sign is a form of communication. Okay, you know what? I think I'm gonna still say fail because, you know what? No, I'm gonna say pass because I do think that her and Octavia Spencer have some uh, non-fishman related conversations. Exactly. It is a pass Thank God. Um, pass female characters Zelda and Yolanda speak very early on in the film, um, meaning, therefore, it is Bechdel approved. Um, of course... Despite the central premise of the film being um, a wordless love story between a mute person and a sea the, creature, the perfect movie about a woman. She cannot yeah. talk. She cannot talk. We that is ideal. Know. Um, cool. I do just want to point out that 20 minutes has been put on the whiteboard, which is uh, made especially fascinating um, because seems, we all just yeah. sat here for two hours and listened to the men record their version of the podcast. I love that we are being controlled now and yeah. our time is being monitored. But I do if appreciate only, that someone's If only they had time. also taken the same. If only somebody could have monitored yeah. their time. Uh, hey, we're bringing okay. the other producer, Alice Kalajakis, for that one because uh, he didn't bring the... Again, anyway, now you're time. taking our time, so we're going to yeah. keep uh, moving forward. Next we're going to move to our next... Oh. Go for it. I have Next two film. more. Two more films. We can All do right. it. We have Three Billboards. Haven't seen it. Don't want to see it. Not a Sam I Rockwell so fan. And I'm going to say, don't care. Francis McDermott is dope. Francis um, McDermott is dope. That's a great point. But right. I'm going to say, A, that I think it fails, but B, that I don't care. All right. I like that. Uh, Rachel, any uh, bullet points? I haven't seen it. No worries. Uh, it's a pass-ish. You're right. Okay. Um, final, um, Phantom Threat. Up for best original Ooh. screenplay, I believe. And there are just a lot of women in that movie, as in mm-hmm. they are silent seamstresses, but I wonder if maybe there is a conversation maybe about some sort of sewing. So I would say maybe it's a pass, but it's sort of like a pseudo pass because they are talking about a sewing and they are not named. Oh, you know what? They're not named, so I'm going to say fail. All right. So it does fail. You're absolutely fucking correct. Yes. Um, it's full of named females. Uh, every single conversation had happened between them is preoccupied with Daniel Day-Lewis's fashion designer, Reynolds Woodcock, or his work. It's interesting to consider that despite the majority of characters seen on screen throughout the movie being women, can still fail in this regard. Mm, that mm. is fascinating. Yeah. Um, but I did hear a beautiful anecdote about a woman who went to see Phantom Thread at a matinee performance in England, and she noticed that the row in front of her was entirely occupied by like older, gray-haired British women, and she was like, what is going on? It was an empty theater other than that. And afterwards, she asked, and the woman who 
one of the women was one of the seamstresses in the film and she brought all of her friends in to see her role and then they were really happy so yeah she did not have a speaking role in the film let's be clear based on what we just learned nor a name clearly but but she she existed and and had someone pretending to be her silently in the back that is exactly correct so we're gonna move to our next game in the interest of time and the uh, what i can only assume is gonna be the vicious shutting off of our microphones in 20 minutes um this game is called flip the dick and this (laughs) is a game that is based on the 2010 movie salt which was initially supposed to star tom cruise but I presume that his budget for shoe lifts was just a little too high. So they actually got oh, rid of him. Enough to oh, they, they got rid of him and recast Angelina Jolie. It was a hit. I don't yeah. know. But anyway. Yeah, we so we are going to play the game Flip the Dick. Here's what you do. I'm going to give you a movie with a male lead. And you are going to uh, recast that with the female lead of your choosing. Since I picked the movies, um, I will give you guys a little time to think. Um, and give you my choice first. So the first choice would be Disaster Artist. As we all know, James Franco is pretty garbage. Predator. So um, we are going to replace him playing Tommy Wiseau in The Disaster Artist, who has done gender-bending weirdos better than Tilda Swinton. That Mm. is my official choice. Tilda Swinton for Tommy Wiseau, as played by James Franco, no longer will be played by James. Tilda's going to take it over. That would totally change, like, the I love that. Yeah, I think yeah. it would be a better movie. It would be a way better movie. It would be, yeah. like, impacting. It was fucking Tilda Swinton. Let me put it this way. I would see I think it. it'd be more, art. It. it'd have more artistic flair. It wouldn't be as comedic, though. And I think it, it would definitely be a little bit more art house vibe. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with it'd that. It'd be, like, I I, I'd love to see Mila Kunis as Tommy. Wow. So, yeah. That, that is good. a strong yeah. choice. I think she could do it. And you the know what? They have a similar hair. Uh-huh. And she's just funny. She's funny as hell. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And she's got the big eyes, too. She yes. can make one of them that <laughs> go inward or like blind out with the right contact. That's I think a it's a very great. strong choice. Lovely. Jen, who would you do? Um, I chose Juliette Lewis. Oh, I love um, it. Based on specifically her that. work in The Other Sister. <laughs> if you haven't oh seen that film, God. please go see it. <laughs> okay. Moving forward, that's great. Thank you um, for all of those. I think, you know what, from our mouths to Hollywood's ears, am I right? Yes. Um, so we were speaking about it earlier, Dunkirk, as we mentioned before, a dramatic fail of the Bechdel test. Absolutely no women except for all of the nurses who die. So um, you can choose any member of the Dunkirk ensemble to replace. I'm going to take Carrie Styles. It seems like a no-brainer. I'm going to take him, and we're looking for somebody young, Pop star, big fan base. You know what? Zendaya is going to do it. Or oh, Zendaya. Zendaya. Am I showing my age? Zendaya. Mm. That would be Zendaya for Harry Styles in Dunkirk. I think it would be great. And you know yeah. what? They were all white. So this would give us a nice um, person of color to really participate in the mix. So that's my replace, official submission. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, to replace Tom Hardy, I'd want to pick someone who's striking and strong and just has like yeah. a tough look on her face. So I'd want to pick... Um, Who's the woman that was in Molly's game? Jessica oh, Chastain. Yeah. Great Ooh, choice. That really is. I can I imagine her as a pilot. I totally can. Saving the day. I'm flying that plane. I would I would be a happy passenger, Jessica Absolutely. Chastain. Take me in your plane. I, I will trust go there. her. I will yeah. go to wherever you want to go to. Um, I chose to replace Kelly Murphy, who's great, beautiful beyond compare, Yeah. Um, with Kate Winslet. Oh, beautiful Can choice! We imagine her. You know what? They have a similar down? vibe. Yeah, uh, we just she just has a couple uh, nominations for great films: uh, *Sense and Sensibility*, *Eternal Sunshine*, *Titanic*, *The Reader*, mm. which was fucking. That's actually the role that made me 
uh, selected for this is because yeah. it was the Nuremberg Trials, man, mm-hmm. and she was great in that yeah. film. She, was she can do a nice strong, but piece. like shattered. You know, I loved yeah. it. Um, beautiful. Okay, our final movie for Flip the Dick. You guys have done a beautiful job, by the way. I just want to shout you out. Um, would be Blade Runner twenty forty nine for my choice. I'm gonna get rid of Harrison Ford. He is too old. He cannot run. I did not believe that he was running. I believe strongly that he was in a harness and moving his legs of some sort. I just imagine like yeah. So I do think that that probably happened but so I would get rid of him he's too old and I would put in the actual Sean Young instead of the brutally rude hologram version that they put Mm -hmm. of her in the movie so I would actually that would require an entire rewrite of the story but I do think that it would be worth it and I would be willing to do that so if anybody's interested send me an email would you invest (laughs) in her sobriety I would take what I could get because people are still casting Robert Downey Jr. in movies and he shot Sarah well, Jessica Parker or he stabbed her or Kelly Preston. What's that That's story? not, yeah. Yes, it is. It's not it Sarah, SJP It's though. not Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. I think it was Kelly Preston. I think yeah, he stabbed her. Yeah, I think you're her. absolutely right. But he is clean now. That's the difference. Sean Young is not reportedly. So. Yeah, but Robert, I, my point is I believe in a comeback and if we can okay. all get on board yes, for Robert get her, Downey Jr. Then I will get on board for We might Sean get out Young. of her. She's like twat. She's a shattered woman. Like She can come back on the road. Yeah, and I would be Phoenix, like, listen, man. Sean, I'll put your actual stuff. body in the movie, not a hologram of you. And yes. Are you interested? Throw some respect on that name. Get her money. Know. Maybe she needs some help. Yeah, so that would be what I would do for she didn't get to be in Batman because she broke her body. Ford, yeah, old. Who's next? True. Um, okay, I also chose this Genevieve was up. Uh, I also chose to replace Harrison Ford because one, old as fuck, two, your breast stinks. Um, I've seen enough of you. You're pretty old. Expand your range, maybe. I still res- I respect you, I do love his though. one I earring. Still I do just have to say, I, I will put some respect on his name. I do appreciate his earring, and I appreciate his long-term relationship with Christopher Flockhart. I agree on, 100% on the, the relationship with the earring. My dad had those, too, when he was going through his midlife crisis. Ooh, um, one earring. For the role, though. To I, be fair, he is not midlife. So he's you might want exactly. To so maybe he he's been going through it for the last twenty years. <laughs> okay, great point. Maybe in the next forty. Who knows? Where's he? Where's his? Everyone's on their own journey. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I chose to replace uh, Harrison Ford with actress Helen Mirren. Um, not only do I think she's fit enough, but she's sleek as fuck. Uh, films like Red, where she's mm. a fucking assassin. I love her in it. Um, winner of Oscar uh, two thousand seven for The Queen. She's dope. I would totally cast her. I think she's got the chops. She's got personality. Yeah, she's I got the it. looks. She's a fucking killer. Great call. Yeah. Rach? I haven't seen it. Just make something up. Well, it sounds like we're all replacing Harrison Ford, so you want to just replace him with somebody else? Literally anyone. He's got to be... Seacroft. Meryl Streep. Perfect. Ooh. Oh, you know what? That's that should not be the default a bad choice. answer every time. I know. If you don't it's know, such a safety. You That's your safety, and it's probably going to be a winnie. You yeah. know what I mean? It's your <laughs> yeah. yeah, what can't she do? Okay, our last and final game is going to be called Choose Your Squad. Here is the premise. I'm sure that you could literally all figure it out, but I'll go through it just in case. There is a long and beautiful tradition of movies about female friendship that are generally reduced to the wonderful title of Chick Flick. Mm-hmm. We are going to create our own. So I'm thinking movies like Girls Trip, Bridesmaids, The OG, which would be Crossroads. Of oh. It is your job to pick three to five celebrity women who you would go on some sort of a journey with, probably a road trip, and along the way, there would be some hijinks. Did you choose the cast of Crossroads as your squad? Um, 
let me do that in my own time. <laughs> You're right. Please. I'm so sorry. Please <laughs> so, take your time. I so you guys should be thinking of your three to five. Um, here are mine. Uh, my first one is actually Britney Spears. Mostly just because I do feel like she could just use some friends. And like maybe a trip out of the house. Like I, she's been in Las Vegas for a long time, you guys. Maybe and what she needs is true friends. I think she needs some friends. So I'm willing to uh, step up and be that friend for her. So that would be my first. I would also take Tiffany Haddish. This is her year 100%. I know that I could not hang with her. But I would love to try. And I think maybe she could help me kind of snap Britney out of that funk. And my final choice, I'm secretly really hoping for some sort of a musical interlude. A lot of these feature like song performances, Bridesmaids. They Mm -hmm. did that Wilson Phillips. Crossroads, of course, gave us I Love Rock and Roll. My last one would be Mandy Moore. I genuinely do think that she and I could be friends. I I did listen to the album that she came out with that was produced when she was married to... um, Ryan Adams and I loved it and I'm the only one so I feel like she owes me to star in my movie I almost thought you're gonna say um I'm missing you like candy oh I'm so sorry (laughs) did that not go without saying yes I love that song as well so those would be my three that's my squad and I'm imagining a southwest um style road trip maybe ending up in Miami El Paso (laughs) El Paso we're gonna finish up in El Paso so yeah who would you bring? Where would you go? Who's that? I need some time to think that one okay. over. Jen will take it. She's got girl. this. Hey, what's up? Um, to begin, I would choose Frances McDormand. She mm. is five-time Oscar nominee, one-time winner for Best Actress in a Leading Role. Fargo. It was a type. <laughs> you got your friend in the wood chipper there? Yeah. She's, I love her. Um, also... Uh, she's up for her best uh, actress or leading actress yeah. for three billboards. She's been in films, Raising Arizona, Fargo, Burn After Reading. She's not only hilarious, talented, um, she was friends with Holly Hunter, so I feel like having her in my squad would also like mean some co- some colluding with Holly, and I would be Okay, totally... that feels sort of like a violation like, of the rules. But okay, you didn't say you don't that. Get Holly, just to be clear, you don't get Holly Hunter, too, if you're Sorry, if Francis, I, you get Francis. I have to work the system, honey. This is what it's okay. like. Okay? So are you imagining that Francis is going to bring her Oscar on Maybe sometimes. Okay, cool. I would hope so. Uh-huh. Um, and then I think she's just talented beyond reason, and yeah. she was told, actually, that she was not naturally talented as an actress, uh-huh. and motherfucker persevered i respect that spirit yeah come back kid uh i chose also for my squad greta gerwig oh honestly i think we would be good friends because she's just i might be like trying too hard to impress her all the time which could be bad um but i just love her so much i think she's an incredibly talented actress writer uh director triple threat triple fucking threat she's on her upward momentum she's actually done Incredible movies out already. Um, Frances Ha, Mistress America, 20th Century Women with fucking Annette Benning killing shit. I also, similar to you, my dear Ellen, chose Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, how could you not? Right? Okay. I think she's hilarious, and I honestly trust that she would have my back. Uh, yeah. Knowing that I would be sassing someone to the point, it would require having backup. Yeah. Um, I love that about her. I think it makes she I'm also is, like she's very public about her love of Groupon, and so I do know that if you did bring her on your road trip, that she could definitely hook you up with the deals. You could exactly. get, like, some two-for-one I'm so frugal that I'm, like, deals yeah. on deals on deals. So I trust her for that. Yes, I would love that. Um, and she's been in great films that I love. She actually had a comedy special out August 2017 on Showtime. Nice plug. Um, Keanu. Yeah, uh, check out my tour dates. Um, 
March through January. Okay. Every day at your dad's house. Okay. Get it's it. Rachel's turn, so I think that's <laughs> you are done. Go ahead, Rachel. Who would you bring on your road trip and why? So, and where would you go? Oh, Genevieve never said where she would go. I think she disqualified herself though with that. Oh, you can just decide plan. that. No, no, okay, no. We're ahead. all including here. Okay, okay, inclusion. Thank you so much. Um, we would go to fucking New York. We would drive all the way. Oh, and we'd have a pit stop. At She's just Green trying King. to buy herself more time with uh, yeah. Francis McDermott, which I respect. Truly. I mean, if we're going, we just happen to go through like some raising Arizona territory and you know, <laughs> get some good stories there. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Rach, who'd so you bring? the I'd want I'd want to go to the Middle East and like the theme of the movie Ooh. would be like espionage, like you know American Sniper. I love Born this Identity. This is that really type of theme. taking a turn. So we're going on a, a mission. A road trip is a mission to the I Middle like East. It. She's making it her own. Oh, you are taking this game. I would take <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence and Ooh, Gal-, Gal Gadot. Fuck. Okay, yeah. oh my Gal Gadot is a great choice. Don't you think that Jennifer Lawrence she was would part of the Israeli army and like ruin your mission? Gal Gadot she is a trained soldier. Me as, That's yeah, such no, a good Gal addition. Gal Gadot, one hundred percent. She like, knows how to use safe. an automatic weapon and defend your fucking car. She I was know. pregnant filming Wonder Woman. I need to watch Red Sparrow. It looks I cannot wait to that. That can be your research to yeah. really decide if she makes the cut. I'll help you with that I think research. That is a great choice. That truly. Do you have a third, or are you just rocking with the two since it's a sensitive uh, mission? Uh, let's see. Well, I've already mentioned her already, but Jessica Chastain. Hell yeah, girl. I would choose. So Zero Dark Why did you choose all three? I love all your choices so hard. I really do. Thank They're you. solid. Thank you. What? How come you chose them? Oh, uh, I just think they exude strength mm-hmm. they all seem like badasses and really intelligent i totally agree I think with the that. three of them all together in a movie it, it would be a beautiful film i would fucking see it i'd watch that movie i know you know it's strong they all have acting chops in a way that's mm. indeed i would sit on that um yeah so my three my three okay oh, no, anyway turn his mic off oh, so that is the Man. end of our game Patriarch. Thank you guys so much. And because we are being respectful of everybody's time, we're going to go ahead and shut it off here. Um, as much as I would love to just make everybody sit in this room silently and listen to me for another I hour. I agree. Like, this is a new platform. This is a new platform. Oscar history first. Oscar history being made by women. Uh, pretty, yeah, pretty but I wanted to play the games that I came up with instead of do the Oscar history that you came up with. No, no, yeah. that we no, were why do we have to do the nerd shit? Why do we have to do the facts? And earlier, why do we have to read off a screen to read the... Earlier, it was revealed that you don't think that women can be Jedi, so I sort of feel like you... He said that to me, I swear to God. I also said is that Jedi suck and that I would never want to be a Jedi. Has he said that to you? Nobody asked if you wanted to be a Jedi. That's separate. Can you confirm that he said that? Can you think of something being worse than a Jedi? I can't. This sounds like it's becoming more of your podcast, and some of us have waited a very long time to be on <laughs> the podcast. We, we prepared. Silence and Silence. Thank you. Um, so it is worth mentioning that tonight at the Academy Awards, there are some women who are poised to make history. We have um, the very first cinematography nomination for Rachel Morrison, who was the cinematographer for Mudbound. She has also did Black Panther, so definitely doing all kinds of exciting things. Greta Gerwig is unfortunately the fifth woman only to be nominated for best director and only one woman has won that would be Catherine bigelow Shit. yeah the hurt locker for the hurt locker yep. you're exactly right and um mary j blige mm. love yeah her. she is no nominated drama. and performing and nominated for best song both for mudbound so big shout out to mary um 
and a woman of color. The only one what? actually up for an award uh, in as a best actress or any other type of award. Um, so true. Only woman of color up for an award. Concerning. Very concerning. Um, but so this has been a good year for women in film, I would say. Yeah. It's a feminist year. Okay. And um, it will be exciting to see what 2018 brings. We've got a wrinkle in time Hopefully more change. That, oh, yeah. There's yeah. so many good movies coming out yeah. by women next year that I'm really looking forward to. And especially the cast, Wrinkle in Time. Shoot. Nikki Ling, Oprah. Mm. Oh, well. Hello. Mm. Um, so thank you all for listening. And that has been the special edition of Real Rotten. Stay woke. Me too. <laughs> Keep it real. I also. I also. <laughs> Some films are ripe, some films are rotten We like our potatoes, our gratin You watch a film, but you can't even But here comes Nick and Steve And they break it down, they turn it out And when it was over, you wanted to shout I want my money back that was real rotten Real fucking rotten Yeah. <laughs>